the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here, and I hope you're listening, which is a strange thing to say to people who are listening. Strange thing to say to people who are not listening. But the reason I said it is that today inaugurates a new schedule for me. I begin the show at the top of the hour, as they say, at 00, not at 07 or 06. So you get five more minutes of talk, but it's a two-hour show, which I requested from my syndicators because of the staggering amount of work that I need to do, including finishing the passion of my life, my five-volume Bible commentary and much else that I will reveal over time that I am engaged in. So, please remember to tune in at this time every day for each hour. The 9 o'clock hour Pacific, at 9 and 10, 10 and 11 Mountain, 11 and 12 Central, and 12 and 1 Eastern. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. I am I'm consumed with a number of subjects, but one that I have to deal with. I'm going on Megan Kelly's podcast on Wednesday. So there, our producer asked my wife, who handles my podcasts and so much else in my life, so what's Dennis passionate about these days? Which is not the wisest question to ask. <laughs> because and it's a very large number of subjects. But one of them, the first one that came out of my mind, was sort of stream of consciousness. The first thing that came out of my mind is the uh, National Football League, which under, was it Roger Goodell? Is really despicable. It is truly... Uh, an anti-American institution, but because people love football so much, it doesn't matter how much damage Roger Goodell and his NFL do to the country uh, because people just won't refrain. And I understand that. I'm not blaming them, but it's not good. I just don't blame people for it. We need diversion. The left has destroyed everything, and the NFL is one of them. You know they're still putting uh, these messages in the end zone. Did you know that in in, in the NFL they're still? Yeah, I was at the. Well, maybe they've stopped. Maybe this year they've stopped. I I saw it. They're still doing it. That's what I thought. Uh, you know, all all in it together or some. You know, 
really? They still say end racism in the end zone? Can you can you look up what stadium had that? I'm very curious, Sean. Look, look. You saw it last weekend in the playoffs. So that which one? The NFL or, or the a- AFC or the NFL? Oh yeah. Okay. I'm very curious what stadium bent to that. Whatever it is, I would root against that team. The politicization of the NFL, the anti-American politicization. Folks, there's so little racism in this country, and nearly all of it comes from the left in any event. Uh, is uh, This is all propaganda. This is Big Brother sending you messages like you would have perhaps in the Soviet Union in the end zone, although they didn't have, they didn't have American football, but, you know, in soccer, off 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 the end of the stadium, they, they might have end imperialism, down with imperialism. Same thing. Those who come from the Soviet Union or other communist countries know that we are headed toward that. There's no question we are headed toward that. And those messages are a perfect symbol. Doesn't end imperialism, down with imperialism, sound fine? Are we advocating imperialism? So how, how could you be against down with imperialism? Their, one of their favorite f- phrases was mir miru. It's a play on the words because it, it was uh, peace to the world. Mir and mir. doesn't matter, but mir miru. Peace to the world. Is, that, is anybody against peace? Forcing messages down people's throats is this is the message of a totalitarian state. But what really is getting me is that they're playing the so-called black national anthem. Take a quick break. Back in a moment. Hi, everybody. The reason for the break for some music is to let stations that do not pick up the show at the zero-zero mark to... uh, know that I'm on. Again, for those of you just tuning in, I've already been speaking for five minutes because the show now begins at the top of the hour, an extra five minutes of talk. So I want to talk to you as much as I can, especially given that it's now a two-hour show at my request because there is so much in life that I need to do. In any event, I'm telling you about, uh, talking to you about what is on my mind right now is the black national anthem, the so-called black national anthem. I don't say so-called derogatorily. That is the way it is called. What is called the black national anthem will be played at the Super Bowl, and it's a disgrace because there is only one American nation. Any other national anthem means that there is another nation, that we're two nations. You know how many people died so that we not be two nations? Mm. This is the NFL. Roger Goodell, Roger Goodell, I don't believe he believes in any of this. I believe he's a coward. 
I believe he's been told there are so many black players in the NFL, you have no choice. Generally speaking, in life, you have no choice is not an accurate statement. Most of the time, we do have a choice. Let us say he would have said, I'm sorry. There's one nation, we play one national anthem. What would have happened? Would the black players in the NFL got on strike? I'm curious. What, what, what is the threat? What would have happened? They would have foregone their income? They would have foregone the, the, uh, the, uh, the Super Bowl? I doubt it. Nor do I believe that every black player in the NFL wants the black national anthem played. I have to believe that there are quite a few black players who believe in one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, which to those of you over the age or under the age of 30 probably doesn't mean anything since you may not have ever heard it. It's part of the Pledge of Allegiance. That was said regularly, daily, when I was a kid. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Tough stuff, eh? That, much better to have the message end racism. <laughs> right? Wouldn't, wouldn't, what, would, what would the reaction be of most fans and most players if there was a message in the end zone, God bless America? Let's say that were the message. Wouldn't it be interesting? That would be a great test. Ah, we have a message. Anybody in the NFL differ other than Roger Goodell? God bless America. I wonder, by the way, if uh, some religious uh, folks would object because that means that some people would run over the word God. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I think God would tolerate that. I think he prefers God bless America to end racism. So it's, it's really a tragedy. It would all end, obviously, if nobody showed up at the, at the Super Bowl. But that's inconceivable. You don't spend thousands of dollars on tickets and then not show up. Uh, I'm asking, I, I admit, I'm asking for too much. I, I fully acknowledge that fact. All right, on to other matters. I wonder how many people know this. There was a bill banning Hamas terrorists from the United States. And the the vote was 422 to 2. Right? You don't know this, right? You don't know this? <laughs> this is last week. This is from the New York Post. Only two House lawmakers, this was last Wednesday, voted against a measure seeking to ban Hamas terrorists involved in last October's attack on Israel from ever entering the U.S. You would think that that would be unanimous. Representatives Rashida Tlaib, Democrat Michigan, and Cori Bush, Democrat Missouri, The No Immigration Benefits for Hamas Terrorists Act, introduced by 
Representative Tom McClintock, Republican California, would deem any member of Hamas, Palestinian Islamic Jihad, the Palestine Liberation Organization, or other individuals who participated in or facilitated the October 7, 2023 terrorist attack on the Jewish state, ineligible to enter the U.S., even if seeking asylum. The bill passed the lower chamber 422-2 with Representative Delia Ramirez, or Delia Ramirez, Democrat, Illinois, voting present, and six members not voting. So it's really not 40, it's 42 to 2, only two voted no, but six, six didn't vote. I'd like to get their names out to you. Rashida Tlaib wants Israel exterminated. And that's it. It's, 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 there was just, what did I just read? That Hamas has announced, and so have other Palestinian groups, even if there is a Palestinian state, Israel should be eradicated. I, I will say this for Hamas, who are today's Nazis. They tend to tell the truth about their aims. Unlike the left, they're honest about their evil. It's the one arena where I actually would take Hamas over the left in being honest about one's ends. They want Israel destroyed no matter what state they get, which is, of course, what I've said all of my life. If Israel is the size of New Jersey, if Israel were the size of Staten Island, they would want it exterminated. There is no room for a Jewish state in the Muslim world. Period. Full stop. So this notion about let's have two states is, uh, is, is, is poppycock, as the British would say. I'm in a British mood today, I guess. A great piece in the Wall Street Journal, Power Corrupt, Absolutely. A global government to monitor AI, artificial intelligence, sounds great to those obsessed with control. This will blow your mind. On a recent podcast with Microsoft founder Bill Gates, two-time OpenAI CEO Sam Altman suggested that a global regulatory body was needed to monitor artificial intelligence. Mr. Gates doubled down. Quote, If the key is to stop the entire world from doing something dangerous, you'd almost want global government. Where does Gates come from? Uh, is, I mean, he he founded the largest computer company, or one of the two largest. Why, why is he such a lefty? Why is he such? Why is he for such control? It doesn't comport with what he did. The elite know better. The elite know better. Maybe when you have billions upon billions of dollars, you think you're you're better than others. I, I think that might explain it. 
So it's Seb Gorka and Mike Gallagher, my two colleagues, two of my colleagues at Salem, who told me about the PhD weight loss program. Uh, and the only reason I took them seriously is because they lost so much weight with it and it stayed off. So I have discipline in eating. It has never really been an issue, just I haven't been able to lose weight and I've always wanted to. And sure enough, I've tried it, and now, let's see, it's uh, basically two pounds a month and six months. They, they did it faster, but I'm, I'm amazed that I've been able to do that, and it's no pills, no injections, just solid science, no shortcuts, coaching from them. Go to phdweightloss.com or just call them 864-644-1900, 864-644-1900, or go to myphdweightloss.com. So this is an amazing thing here. Bill Gates and Sam Altman, Open AI CEO in their podcast, they're open to global government. Bill Gates says, if the key is to stop the entire world from doing something dangerous, you'd almost want global government. Mr. Altman responded, this is from the Wall Street Journal, that feels possible to me. Of his 2023 World Tour meeting heads of state, Mr. Altman noted, there was almost universal support for it. Did you read this? Well, of course there was. Who's the writer on this? I think it's Andy Kessler. Demand for power is insatiable. That's right. It's insatiable. One of the major divisions of humanity, I have pointed out, but not recently, is those who want power over others and those who don't want it. You know this in your personal life. There are people who want to control others, and you know it in public life. It's a real nuisance in private life. It is inevitable violence on a massive scale in public life. People who want to control others forcefully, which is what government means when it does that, are evil. They're rotten, they're sick, and they're insatiable, just as he wrote. They're insatiable. There is no amount, the left has no limit to the amount it wishes to control you. That's why, that is the reason for the popularity, aside from hysteria, of the environmentalist movement vis-a-vis climate change. Because it gives them an excuse to control people. You will ride the car, I tell you. You will live in the apartment, I tell you. You will have the temperature, I tell you. You will not have a fireplace in a new house. I mean, it is, it, it, it is for these people a visceral joy to control your life. I don't know why these people are formed. I, 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 I don't know why they're psychologically formed. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Is it something in their upbringing? I, I really don't know. I know nothing about that mentality. 
I, I can't relate to people who think that they're the other sex. I can't relate to people who want to control other people. And it is the most anti-American idea. Leave me alone is the American ideal. The left hates that phrase. They hate it. Leave you alone? Then I have nothing meaningful in my life. Controlling you, that's what gives me meaning. That, that's, what, that's what gives the Adam Schiffs and the Joe Bidens and the Kamala Harrises and the Gavin Newsoms. That's what gives them meaning in life, controlling you. They have nothing else going on in their lives. These are empty souls who live to control you. And if they have to lie to do it, of course they'll lie. Adam Schiff is a premier liar. How long did he tell us he had evidence of collusion between Russia and the Trump campaign? Years. He has paid no price for it. He may well be the next senator from California. On the left, you get rewarded for lying. It's part of the charm of the left. Control others. America was founded so that the government have as little control as possible. The founders did everything they could to weaken control. That's why we have an electoral college, so that the majority can't simply stomp over the minority. Small states will have votes. It's not a a democracy, the United States. It's a republic. I wonder how many kids at Harvard know that. Governments don't like to govern, but they like to control. This was one of the greatest lines written by a columnist in the last decade. This is precious. Governments do not like to govern. They like to control. Oh, my God. Next time Andy Kessler comes on, I'm I'm giving him a a verbal hug. That's a very good line. Of course they don't govern. Look at the chaos. It's the perfect statement of the Democratic Party. They don't have any interest in governing. They only have interest in controlling. Human freedom always takes a back seat. I'm reminded of something P.J. O'Rourke told me in 2009. Government is filled with people who come and tell you that everything you do is bad for you, bad for other people, insensitive, divisive, harms the climate, unsustainable, leaves too large a carbon imprint, tangles things in the tuna nests, tuna nets that shouldn't be tangled in them, whatever. They've always got some reason to tell you what to do. That's right. That's a definition of the left. It's funny, they mock the Ten Commandments. And there's a reason they mock the Ten Commandments. Because they want to be gods. The serpent says to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden story, Eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil and you will be like God. Knowing good and evil, in other words, determining, thinking, you will know good and evil. Who needs God 
we have progressives. That's a good bumper sticker. Who needs God? We have progressives. Correct? That's what secular society creates. Human gods. Back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here with a man I have come to admire for his work. So when I asked him, what do you do? This is the title he gave. Wealth Architect. Very simply put, I am a wealth architect that helps my clients accelerate the way they grow your wealth. It's not how much you make, it's how much you keep. The Internal Revenue Code is embedded with a number of things that you can take advantage of. It's what I call playing tax chess. We take the time to play tax chess in your favor. We tend to give our clients unbiased, independent advice across all areas in their financial life because we have no incentive to sell anything. We can't just take your information, say in February or March, prepare the returns and say, oh, these are the things you should have done. It's too late. You need to meet with me now. Because oftentimes, after the close of the calendar year, some of the strategies that we implement in your financial life can't be implemented retroactively. You have, in fact, saved me a serious amount of money. Head to charlesdombeck.com slash Prager to schedule your meeting today. Hello, everybody. Dennis Prager here. And I hope you're here because I now start each hour at the top of the hour. Not six minutes or seven minutes after the hour, as I've done for decades. And it's now a two-hour show, but I do have this extra time each hour, which is very helpful. So it ends up in essentially that I really do four hours less a week, because I do an hour extra this way. Anyway, don't burden your minds with that. It matters to me. Because I have a lot to say. I've been reading to you this incredible piece, how UCLA Medical School has become a left-wing propaganda mill like the rest of the university. And uh, they are teaching students that open borders are good for health. Open borders. They actually use the term open borders. We, bo- we argue for border abolition. This was, uh, they got the text that is taught to UCLA students. We argue for border abolition as a vital but underused treatment in the repertoire of medical intervention. So they need to come here for medical care? Republicans are fueling hysteria around the border crisis and exploiting it for political gain, according to the news article that students are asked to study. The rising number of migrant children and families seeking to cross the U.S. border with Mexico is emerging as one of the most serious political challenges for Joe Biden's new administration, the article says. That's exactly what Donald Trump wants. He and other Republicans believe that Americans' concerns about a supposed border crisis will help Republicans win back political power. A supposed, yeah, this is for medical students, a supposed border crisis. So you see, this is the point. Truth is not a left-wing value. There is no border crisis. Why would you think there is? By the way, New York has decided to give uh, illegal uh, aliens a $1,000 a month gift card. 
spend as they as they need. Hmm. The, this society is committing suicide, and I blame Americans as much as I blame anyone else. Americans vote for the Democratic Party. Period. Who who are we going to blame? If you vote Democrat, this is what you get, and then you can't lament. My heart breaks for the half of the country that doesn't vote Democrat. People who don't deserve to to lose their wonderful country. The article also cites author Harsha Walia, a Canadian organizer who helped found the nonprofit No One Is Illegal. No one is illegal. They think that's so witty. Yes, there's no such thing as an illegal person. Hmm. It's a play on words. There's such a thing as an an illegal inhabitant, an illegal resident, an illegal alien. There is such a thing. Walia has argued that the ongoing anarchy at the border is a hoax. Actual crises such as capitalism and climate change, Walia said, create mass migration. Uh, That's really something. This is taught to UCLA medical students. Mike Lindell and my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use the promo code Prager and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the My Pillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code Prager, or call 800-761-6302 and get free shipping on your entire order while supplies last. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Not two, but welcome back because I started already at the top of the hour. I want to remind you, it'll take a while for you to get used to this because I've been starting at 06 for 30 years. But now I start at 00, the top of the hour, to give you more time for talk. I'm telling you about UCLA Medical School and the left-wing agenda at the school teaching first-year students that there is no border crisis, that open borders are a, are a health benefit, etc. The problem is not a open borders. According to an article they have first-year students read, you understand propagandizing students at UCLA Medical School is apparently more important than teaching them medicine. So when you think about it, the next generation of excellence is probably sort of doomed except for individual exceptions. United Airlines has announced it's reserving half of its places for women and people of color. 
So merit alone will not determine who your pilot is. Your doctors are being trained in leftism, obviously time taken away from medicine. So the doctors will learn at a very early age to be politicized and to listen to the government. You think it was bad, your doctor was a sheep during COVID, you ain't seen nothing yet. The catastrophe at the border, in which nearly 6 million illegal immigrants have flooded into the country since President Biden took office. Do you realize 6 million? That's just, it's an astonishing number. is one of the, quote, imagined crises. It's an imagined crisis. See? It's it's all gaslighting. You, you, you didn't see me in bed with another woman, the Groucho Marx routine. Are you going to believe me or your lying eyes? You're going to believe, uh, you're going to believe me, the left? Where you're lying eyes. There's no border crisis. Six million people coming in illegally. That's not a crisis. Crisis is climate change and capitalism. What is their alternative to capitalism? What has worked other than capitalism in lifting people out of poverty? Think they would give such an article to UCLA medical students? The newest invocation of a border surge and a border crisis, both in quotes, is again creating the specter of immigrants and refugees taking over, Walia said in an interview with The Guardian. This seemingly race-neutral language, we are told there's nothing inherently racist about saying border surge, is actually deeply racially coded. It invokes a flood of black and brown people taking over a so-called white man's country. When asked for comment, spokesman for UCLA Health and David Geffen School of Medicine said, thanks for your inquiry, we are looking into this. (laughs) The UCLA Health and David Geffen School of Medicine pushing absurd political narratives under the guise of required reading for first-year medical students should immediately stop, Dr. Stanley Goldfarb, chairman of the Do No Harm, of Do No Harm, told National Review, UCLA should focus on providing the highest quality education for future doctors, not indoctrinate them in progressive politics. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. That's what they should be doing, but they're not. The left is not interested in teaching students in medical school medicine. It's interested in teaching them leftism. Here's a piece from the Canadian newspaper, National Post. Black-only swim times, black-only lounges, the rise of race segregation on Canadian universities. Recent months have seen a wave of black-only lounges, study spaces, and events at Canadian universities, something that would have been unthinkable only a few years ago. Have you seen this one? 
Twice a week, the University of Waterloo Athletic Center suspends its usual calendar of mid-morning swim lessons and reserves its 25-yard pool for the exclusive use of a demographic that, in their words, does not have a good, quote, relationship with water. Do you know that blacks don't have a good relationship with water? Well, quote, the aim is to get more black folks, F-O-L-X. Do you have any idea why it's spelled folks? No, because that's not a male, a female issue, like Latinx (laughs) or Latinx, which is a Latin Kleenex. The aim is to get more black folks into a space where they haven't always been welcomed, reads the official description for the Black Folks Swim, a 60-minute black-only pool time. Users, Users can swim lengths, practice diving, or sign up for a lesson, but they and all the instructors must be, quote, Black Folks, F-O-L-X. This time is dedicated to building a better relationship with water for the black community, reads a bolded statement on the Black Folks Swim webpage. The University of Waterloo is home to more than 30,000 international students. Many Canadian newcomers lack basic swimming skills and are at an outside risk of drowning. That is why many life-saving societies specifically target new Canadians for swim lessons. But aside from a weekly trans-friendly swim and some scattered women's-only events, there's a trans-friendly swim at the university? And the Black Folks Swim is the university's only demographic-specific swim time and the only one targeting students of a particular ethnic heritage. Well, they've written that wrong. Black is not an ethnic heritage. Black is a race. What is the similarity between the ethnic heritage of a black from New York or Alabama and a black from Ethiopia? Nothing. Waterloo is not alone in this. When the idea of explicitly race-segregated spaces at Canadian universities would have been unthinkable, Only a few years ago, recent months have seen a wave of black-only lounges, study spaces, and events at Canadian post-secondary institutions. The University of British Columbia recently cut the ribbon on a black student space, featuring showers, lockers, and even a nap room. To gain access, students must apply and affirm that they are one of the following. Black African descent, African American, African Canadian, Afro-Caribbean, Afro-Latinx. My God, they really do. They're still... University of British Columbia spells Latinx. 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 And Afro-Indigenous. In this film video that I made with Larry Elder 30 years ago, we have a great scene about Afro-Canadians. It's a great scene. It's a musical number. People should see it. It's free. It's on the internet. For goodness sake, one, and for goodness sake, two. If nothing else, you get a kick out of seeing me 30 years ago. 
I did the uh, part two with Larry Elder. It was his first venture into video. Well, the Ku Klux Klan and the left, the only groups that believe in racial segregation. Just remember that. 1-8 Prager 776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. New York City launches a $53 million program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families. What do you think of that? Not only have we opened the borders to 5 to 6 million people since Joe Biden decided to hurt America in every way he he can. I haven't even talked to you about the latest thing about natural gas. Maybe I'll get to that later today or tomorrow. $53 million program to hand out prepaid credit cards to migrant families. Mayor Eric Adams' administration will soon start handing out prepaid credit cards to migrant families being put up in Big Apple hotels. It's from the New York Post. The $53 million pilot program won by the New Jersey company Mobility Capital Finance will provide asylum seekers arriving at the Roosevelt Hotel with the city cash to help them buy food, according to city records. It will start with a group of 500 migrant families in short-term hotel stays and will replace the current food service offered there. The cards can only be used at bodegas, grocery stores, supermarkets, and convenience stores, and migrants must sign an affidavit swearing they will only spend the funds on food and baby supplies. That's all you need. They They will sign an affidavit. That is so charming. Asylum seekers. They're asylum seekers now? They're asylum seekers now, yes. The Immediate Response Card Initiative appears akin to the state's food stamp program, dubbed SNAP, which provides lower-income New Yorkers with a credit card to cover the cost of meals and will provide funds based on the same scale. The amount on each card will vary depending on the size of the family and whether any income is coming in, according to details. A family of four, for instance, 
could be provided nearly $1,000 each month, which comes out to $35 per day for food. Cards will get refilled every 28 days. So what, what is the reason for this? Do Are Americans getting this? I guess SNAP, does SNAP provide the same thing? Mm-hmm. Well, I just, uh, as I said to my wife, the... You, you have to be somewhat of an idiot not to come into the United States from if you're poor anywhere in the world. You, you can get in. You don't need a passport. You don't need a visa. And uh, we will support you. California will even pay your health care. California, which has... How many billions of dollars in debt now? How, how many billion is it? It's a tough choice. So here is a, what's a tough choice? You go to New York and get a thousand dollars. Oh yeah, whether you go to New York for a thousand or to California for health care. Yeah, I think California yeah. will match New York. California will match it. Related, Texas Governor Greg Abbott calls New York City's plan to give migrants prepaid credit cards to buy food insanity. I'm liking Greg Abbott more and more each day. As 37,600 migrants have flooded New York City from Texas since August 2022. But that is... How do you declare yourself a sanctuary city and then object to people seeking sanctuary in your city? Were you insincere when you said it was a sanctuary city to begin with? It was revealed yesterday that migrants housed in one of the city's hotels will receive prepaid cards, just as I read to you. Adams estimated the $53 million scheme will save the city $600,000 a month or $7 million annually. How is that? Do you understand how that works? We're going to give you money and thereby save Seven million dollars? Huh. Even native New Yorkers like rapper 50 Cent. Sean, are you familiar with 50 Cent? So I pronounced it incorrectly? So it's Fitty? Did you know that? Sean, how did you know that? You're not as wide as me? Oh, you're not as white as me? That's an interesting question. You might be one of the few people who is as white as me. With 50 Cent. I like that. That's cute. So tell me about 50 Cent. Play something by 50 Cent. Because Fitty, if Fitty sent, I want this is uh, actually impressive about, I'm not kidding. This is impressive. Let's see if that's true. I'm, it's underlined. Fitty sent slams New York City's plan to give $53 million in prepaid debit cards to migrants. All right. Go, 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 show it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. And you know we don't give
The producer wants you to stop. I'm getting into it. Uh, you know, Ben Shapiro actually did rap. Did you see that, guys? All right. So the least we could do is listen to it. That's cool. Rapper 50 Cent took to Instagram on Saturday to hit out at the New York City scheme for migrants. I like that. He's an impressive guy in that way. All right. I'm glad to have heard that. Abbott, that's the governor of Texas, who has been in a war of words with Democrat mayors of large cities and bust thousands of them from his own border, slammed the pro proposal on Sunday. That's yesterday. Sounds like insanity is behind it because it really is offensive. It may be the most reprehensible thing I've seen take place over the past 48 hours. That's hilarious. 48 hours? I thought he'd say 48 years. (laughs) Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.